Welcome to the You're Not Gonna Like This podcast. If you have found yourself to this corner of the internet, you probably are someone who thrives in discomfort. You are probably somebody who enjoys being provoked into new perspective. And that is exactly what we are here to do today. So if you are ready to throw away your traditional thoughts, your traditional views, what society told you, what the world told you about how you're supposed to think, feel, or act, then you are in the right place because we know that nothing is normal. Things just get normalized and we say, screw that. We're going to create our own path. So you are definitely not going to like today's episode because today we get into... So it's not that sleeping around means that you don't have self-esteem, but if you're trying to find your self-esteem by sleeping around, that's where the issue is. Let's get into it. Life looks Thank good you. on you, Janina. Thank you. It nice sure does. Yep. Um, <laughs> that looks really great. <laughs> Life looks good on you. Would that you be mad if like... you died and somebody fucked your corpse, like right after you died? Well, I'm out, man. Probably, probably, it depends who, first of okay. all. I mean, if it was like a crazy old man from like down the street, I'd be yeah. like, you horny bastard. But then also just like slap him on the shoulder. Arr. Be like, you, you wow. motherfucker. Wow. Look at you, you horny little We have fuck. now invited necrophilia, uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> into yeah. this podcast. Yes, That's hilarious. Is that going to be the topic for today? No, Necrophilia. <laughs> Do it or don't. <laughs> what if we actually started the episode with that question? Like me asking you in like no context. And the people listening to this episode are like, immediately wow. click out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, nope. like, no, not nope, for me. Nope. Yeah. Not today. I, mean, I think we should yeah. definitely leave it in there. Yeah. I mean, why yeah. not? I'm glad you guys, we went on, we went rogue. We went rogue for our intro yeah. and we love it. It took back. us to a, to a dark, dirty place. <laughs> yeah. I don't think dirty. 30 seconds. I mean, is necrophilia dirty? I think I said like right after you died. Be. No, that's like fresh necrophilia. Yeah, <laughs> it's like there might still be a heartbeat. Okay, moving on. Take away the intro. <laughs> there would be no heartbeat, but I would be very cold. Might be warm. You still be warm. So you're saying the body is still warm. Okay, now you're making me uncomfortable with my own joke. So like, let's move it forward. I mean, I'm surprised that you didn't feel that. I've been uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, Marco was uncomfortable. I was so kind of something enjoying. about you. Um. Okay. Anyway, welcome. Limit back to our crazy schemes here on the <laughs> podcast um yeah today i'm with two of the people who are always fucking here, <laughs> here. they just keep showing up yeah. they just yeah, keep like, showing up and so here. do i You've been trying to have a conversation by yourself for some reason yeah it just doesn't work yeah. out um, and those two people are the incredibly talented, sexual, and just amazing beings, um, Mari Tuwakli and Marco Hansel. <laughs> is that what you think she we have in common? Is that what up. you think we have in common? We're both sexual? Is that it? I <laughs> uh, think, no, it's like an obvious statement. You guys are both highly sexed individuals. Well, what can we say, bro? I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. just like that's what the world needs. It's like a spiritual light skinned Matthew McConaughey to be just oh walking God. around. Actually, <laughs> it's funny. People. Just L- fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> just fuck it. Literally, right before I got onto this podcast, uh, I met up with an old client. We had mm. breakfast. 
And I was like, oh yeah, I got to leave at 12 because I got this podcast. And she's like, oh, the podcast that you do with the Spanish dude. <laughs> Basically, he's Spanish by marriage. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I eh? She's like, yeah, he's like light skinny, like looks Spanish. I was like, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. He's just another nigga. But yeah, take oh us away. What, what are we talking about today, Janina? It's the longest intro wow. ever. <laughs> I love this is this should be the intro every time. If great. y'all make it through this, then y'all are real fans right now. <laughs> real fans. I mean, who wouldn't want to sit for the banter? Oh. The banter is where it's at. The banter is where it's at. And I'm just like slightly disappointed. She's like, oh, the Spanish guy? Instead of being like the Spanish woman that is literally the, 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 <laughs> the Spanish Jewish woman. We always forget. <laughs> Everyone does. Yeah. We should get one of our episodes sponsored by um, Ancestry.com because we can actually prove that you're not lying when you say you're Spanish. Who, me? Yeah, you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the one person I'll, who's Spanish. I'll show the reports. Yeah. Is it even Spanish? The yeah, word, I'm, I'm Spanish and Mexican. Okay, guys, uh, people listening to this episode Spain. don't actually from Spain. care. I was about to say, I'm like, yeah, from Spain. <laughs> yeah. She no, took I'm one Spanish, Spanish class Portugal. in third yeah. grade and she thinks she's Spanish. All right, moving forward. Take us away with the intro, Janina. What are we talking about oh, today? Gosh. Today, we're choosing a topic from our You're Not Gonna Like This podcast topic list. Mystery and box. The mystery box. <laughs> Today's topic is why I love tatted women. Ooh. What? Ooh. Okay. Who put that on there? I thought Amari put definitely that on there. Definitely. No, definitely me. I am Ooh. not. I am not an objectifying, misogynistic, <laughs> patriarchal. <laughs> literally cut to the episode where he was like, I just want a Latino, full-breasted full breasted. Latino. Yes. Full-breasted. That's please. just what I want. Wow. That's just I, what I want. I do well, not give consent to have quotes of my past held against me. <laughs> <laughs> I am Does a changed not man. That was like 10 minutes replay. ago, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Instant replay. <laughs> Instant. Yeah. All right, Marco. I guess we're talking about tatted okay. women today. Yeah, let's why do why you love tatted women? Why do you love tatted women? Um, so part of, part of me is like, huh? Like, how is this going to become a deep conversation? Don't know. I, which makes me even more intrigued <laughs> about it. Um, why do I love tatted women? Let's see. Um, I think one, there's something about the artistry of it all. all right, it's like it's like turning the body into an art piece. Probably makes it so that I love tatted women. I also love women that just take like their style and their fashion to a place of like external expression that's like very obvious like all right cool i'm gonna like wear a certain outfit that like says something about me that says like oh i'm fucking edgy or i'm this or i'm that like something that is is identifying what they're aligned with or what they care about um on the outside um that's not just it, clothing like does it like, turn you like on if they were to wear a hijab a hijab yeah in some cases it's funny because when you mention that about um about the uh muslim um women and, and like being covered when i went to dubai uh with my ex and she had to uh wear like all the clothing and everything and i was like yo this is like sort of sexy because like <laughs> it's like everything is like <laughs> like sort of concealed and like all this so i think it works in, in both extremes right yeah it's like it's something that's that's out of the out of the ordinary that causes that accent 
or that, hey, like, look at this part of me, whatever. I remember there's one, um, I won't name her. I wonder if she'll, she'll be listening to this. Um, but yeah, it's one of those, like, tattoos, like, a, um, mm, shit, if I described it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like her name on her left booty cheek. <laughs> So like this girl, a, she had a tattoo that said Ashley, and uh, <laughs> I won't give away her name though. She <laughs> had a tattoo like going from her like um like lower like lower ab like down sort of wrapping around her legs to the wonderful um spot that we love, right? Her penis, yeah. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> but it was Sorry. also like music and roses and everything. Like it represented what she represents, and it was so sexy, it was super sexy. Like so, yeah. I like I like I like accent ones, um, particularly if they're like accents that accent uh, areas of the body that I enjoy. So like them little, them little uh, mid. I think it was called the sternum ones that like wrap underneath the titties like those are definitely yeah those are pretty dope i love those <laughs> love wow uh, it's hilarious it's just, i feel like all i'm hearing right now is mark would be like i love titties this is interesting um, i'm like where where does this topic go to become no we're gonna normal? we're gonna okay, no, no, no. we're I gonna make something. it deep before we get canceled yeah, I, yeah okay so i heard something amari that was a cool question about how like marco you're saying someone's internal self-expression when they externalize it and yeah. say, I'm going to show up this way through my closing clothing or specifically tattoos, because you get to pick what makes you feel expressed or beautiful or whatever mm -hmm. those things are. They're very like selective to your own individual personality Yeah. versus um, something like a hijab or in Jewish culture, a lot of women wear long skirts um, long sleeve shirts, things like that, where it's part of the culture. Of the so culture. it's not coming from you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although I have heard from like many women who wear hijabs, like there's a point to some degree where they're like, no, I wear this because I like it and it makes me feel sexy or it makes me feel beautiful. Or like, I, it's important to me that I wear it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that's an interesting like distinction to make of like, yeah, I do. what kind of expression comes from culture and yeah. what expressions coming from yourself individually? From you. Yeah. And can we ever identify what comes from the self versus what comes from the culture? Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm just I mean, that's interesting, Sorry. right? Because like, Marco just talks about titties. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's like a little bit of both, right? Obviously, I think the 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 hijab um, that we're spending more into like the world of like, all right, this is something that the culture is literally dictating this is there's, there's not a variety of choices so to speak it's like it's this or not nah. like either you're wearing it or you're not when we get into like the tattoos we get into like all right well this particular like eye color or like this particular hair color whatever it's like now it's like yeah is society telling me that i need to have red that i need to put the like the heart on my shoulder or whatever like i mean probably through a myriad of suggestions you shape that idea but it's through those myriad of suggestions that you've decided, well, this is something that is uniquely me. At least I think it is uniquely me. So, okay, Marco. Um, I'm sure that because we're all aware human beings, that there are like a selection of tattoos that are kind of cliche, right? Oh, yeah. That everybody right. gets, right? Like yeah. the guy with the cross on his arm or his, mm. like, his mom's name is like, all right, bro. Real, real innovative. Mm. <clears throat> so is there like if you see a woman who has a tattoo that's kind of like let's be honest like kind of just like typical like a butterfly on the foot 
right? Mm-hmm. Or like a heart on her shoulder or whatever. Does that, is that as attractive? Yeah, not, not as much. Not as much. Like a, Let's a talk like, about why. Yeah, I think it's um, probably related to exactly what you just said. Like the more unique the expression feels, then the more it's like, ooh, like what's the story <laughs> behind that? Like what is, right. that, has, that has a deeper meaning um, for you. So, yeah, I mean, I think, but at the same time, I will say that, like, is it, am I that, like, deep? Like, no, I'm not that deep because at the same time, like, that, like, the sternum one I said, yeah, the sternum, the sternum (laughs) one is that little, I've seen so many girls with the little, like, makeshift dream catcher, like, thing, like, underneath the sternum. I love it. I love it. I'm I'm basic. (laughs) I'm basic. Right. <laughs> because it's next to the titties. This guy's so easy. <laughs> but also Mar- like, Marco's like, I really love your live, love, laugh tattoo because it's under your titty. <laughs> it's like, where did you get that? Tell me the story behind it. Also, let me suck your titty. God. But there's like, I think there's um definitely a bigger conversation in terms of like where these tattoo placements are coming from culturally. Like mm. that sternum tattoo has been on the rise for like the last 10 years, right? Like yeah. before that. People don't really see it that much. Yeah. A tramp stamp was huge. You get it on your lower back, right? Yeah. Tramp stamp really went out of style. Oh, yeah. As soon as people started calling it a tramp stamp, stamp, it it was like, no more. Get rid of it. Get (laughs) rid of it if you can. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Make it a full back tattoo at this point. Yeah. Yeah, But there's like these flows and phases where hot ways of expressing yourself will come out. Like uh, tribal tattoos were Mm -hmm. huge, right? People got a lot of tribal uh, tattoos patterned. Uh, reverse it right Mm, tattoos patterned at one point Mm. yeah 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 um and it always makes me think like where these um influences of expression are coming from and why right because there's always like some kind of identity or thing attached to it that people are like oh i want to be that yeah yeah. right 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 yeah there's a certain means about me (laughs) exactly right Wow, I think we can actually make this conversation pretty deep. It's uh, it's it's, yeah, it's, we're we're it's getting there. It's getting no, there. relax. Thank Gina. you. I was wondering. I was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> no, we weren't about to just talk about titties for an hour. Yeah, yeah. that's Marco's other podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you've reached the titty hour with Marco Hansen. Today we'll talk about B cups and C cups. <laughs> um, okay, talking about titties and we call them tats. Uh, oh, that was actually kind <laughs> of clever. <laughs> That's great. I love how was... you started off ready to like shit on me. You're like, eh, oh. Okay. <laughs> that, was great. that was kind of clever. Okay. So uh, I'm going to throw something in the pot that's a little shallow and then I want to take it to a little deeper. So I think because I give off fuckboy energy, I get asked like a lot, like, oh, Mari, like, do you have any tattoos? And I actually don't, right? None of us do. Do you have any tattoos, G? I she have so yeah. oh wait you do right above. Well, her Mari has seen me naked, yes. so <laughs> they're um they're all hidden. I forgot. Yeah, they're like tiny. Yeah, they're yeah. like yeah under my boobs, which Marco <laughs> would love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, or like under my butt and stuff like that. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah, I remember. I remember. <laughs> all right, <laughs> I forgot. So okay, this is gonna make it sound like we do like podcast orgies. Hilarious. <laughs> Exactly. Sort of did. Not far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on before we get taken down. Yeah. Marco we has have like a... rubbed me down with lotion. Why why do we keep incriminating ourselves? I don't understand. I'm trying to save this podcast. Because <laughs> that was one of the most joyous moments of my life. <laughs> 
hilarious. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> as I was trying to say, so I'll get asked like, oh, Mari, like, do you have any tattoos? But I don't, right? And what's interesting is like, I've considered it, obviously. And for me, similar to a little bit kind of tangentially to what Marco was saying is like the thoughtfulness behind the tattoo. Mm -hmm. Like, what is it? Where did you put it? Why did you put it there? Right? Like for me, putting a tattoo on my back doesn't make sense because I, I would not, yeah, I would never see it. Right? Like you'd be like, oh, what's your tattoo? Like, oh, I fuck, I forgot it was back there. Like to me, I would want it to be something like for me personally, I want it to be a reminder. Mm -hmm. Like I want to be able to see it and be like, oh, it like triggers a thought, a memory, an emotion inside of me. So I'm like, oh, I would get it on the inside of my arm because I would see it every time I reach for something or every time I write something your back could also be a message to other people though like fuck off written on my back could be yeah i could yeah <laughs> <laughs> but then you'd be like why back. is nobody talking to me <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i forgot <laughs> yeah um so that's the first thing i would say not super deep and if you guys have stuff you want to say that we can but to take it on a loop when we started talking about the tattoo thing mm. Uh, Marco, you said something like, oh, like, I like when a girl's like expressed and she kind of like does her own thing. There, there's like this idea of like individuality that comes yeah. with a tattoo, right? It's yeah. like, oh, wow, this person is like not subscribing to like group think, like this person is like expressing as themselves. And just to make this raunchy, I started thinking about like, like, I think that's why I'm like attracted to hoes. You attracted to hoes? Or just like conceptually, like the idea Can you of like, please define a hoe. Yeah. So I'm seeing like a picture of Janina in my mind. <laughs> Titties out. Titties Tattoos, out. <laughs> Tattoos everywhere. Spread eagle, just like <laughs> spread eagle. Like I'm ready. <laughs> Hilarious. I'm sorry. Was that offensive? Um. No. There's nothing wrong with hoes. So. No, in my head. Like honestly, even like growing up, like. The idea of living in a world where everybody, especially in like high school, middle school, be like, that girl's a slut, that girl's a mm. dinner. And a girl being like unashamed and being like, I like dick. I like to fuck. Like that was like hot to me, not just for the obvious reasons of like, oh, you're trying to get laid, but also like the idea of like, you are not encumbered by societal expectations. Like you don't fall under, uh, like you don't fall, on, you don't fall into that. You know, and I think to me that was like really hot and it is really hot. Like even like the idea of I'm just going to be ratchet, mm -hmm. like my partner being with another guy right now, that turns me on. I'm like, <laughs> dude, that's just that's just so fucking wrong. You just going to go fuck another dude. You just no. Oh, God, that's fucking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that's supposed to be so wrong. Right. Yeah. So I think that there is an element of. Uh, how that ties to tattoos like a girl who like just gets a tattoo i'm like oh yeah that's kind of hot because you're you know what you knew what that was going to come with you knew mm. that was going to come with judgment you knew that was and yet you have such a uh clear sense of self and self-acceptance i'm just like making it right interesting yeah <laughs> right yeah, yeah i mean justifying being a hoe but go ahead I, oh i was gonna say like um so back in the 2000s mostly like the early 2000s being a slut like for women or calling a woman a slut was huge right mm, like that was huge, the biggest insult slut. that you could call yeah. someone like yeah. oh my god you are a fucking slut but obviously it comes from like 
a history of women having to conceal their sexuality mm-hmm. or put right, it on right. hold or make it like very secret. So when you see someone kind of step out of that box and be like, no, I enjoy being a sexual being and I want to be that. Yeah. Um, it's, it flips a switch. And then now I notice that like the word ho is the one that men use to like define a woman who you can't call her a slut anymore. Cause yeah, no one really, yeah. women have taken that back. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, Oh, you call someone a hoe like, ooh. and you're like, Oh, she's just out she's here. Like doing her own thing, getting crazy, like dancing on a bunch of guys, like, or whatever it is. And it's like, uh, so is it, just anyone stepping outside of that yeah. box of like what makes somebody stand out that, to be like, Oh, I don't want to be a hoe. Just... I don't want to be that. Yeah. Is it so, is it the oh. action of stepping outside the box? You look like you have a thought. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm about to make us. Oh, this is going to be good. Okay. okay. So we were joking earlier about defining a hoe, but I think actually it's kind of important now, right? It is because yeah. we both, <laughs> we all have met quote unquote hoes who just like to be sexually expressed, right? And they they own it. Like, yeah, like Janine is saying, like, I am a sexual being and I own that. I don't right? know if I would consider that a hoe. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But there, but there, were pe- there will be people who would call that person a hoe, right? Mm-hmm. And then we've also simultaneously met people who go and fuck around and sleep around because they're trying to find themselves, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the girl in high school who's like, sleeps with everybody because she has like no, literally no self-esteem, like no mm-hmm. self-worth, right? So it's not that sleeping around means that you don't have self-esteem, but if you're trying to find your self-esteem by sleeping around, that's where the issue is. Does that make sense? So you're not attracted mm-hmm. to that? No, not attracted to that. Like, like if a girl is like, even if she's like super hot and she like seems like a hoe, but it like she's like flaunting it for like attention. I'm like, come on, sweetheart. This isn't fucking like 11th grade social studies, right? Like we're all sexual beings. Like okay. you have to... Like if it feels like it's like compensating for something, it's, it's honestly kind of unattractive. Yeah. But if somebody's like, if I meet a girl for the first time and she's like able to talk about like the things that she's into and like have casual conversations about like anal, I'm like, this is hot because I feel that you are not again, like encumbered by, like you're not doing it for attention. You're not trying to like get yeah, me to fuck you. You're just you're that just talking about it. Like you're talking about fucking tomatoes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Does that I, make sense? I, the distinction? I feel that. I feel that I was I was about to say like if you were just generically being like any girl that just has a lot of sex is an automatic turn on I'd be like eh, yeah I mean whatever floats your boat but yeah for me for me it's like yeah we'll still be grounded in like yo are you are you powerfully like yo I'm owning my sexuality right. like that I'm not trying to feel. find something what is, yeah what does that look like for both of you guys like what do you both think is the difference between someone who is sexually expressing for something external yeah. versus someone who is sexually expressing for themselves. Oh, I mean, I think the easiest distinction is I have sex so that I can feel good about myself versus I feel good about myself. And therefore I love bringing myself pleasure. But what does that, what does <laughs> that look like? What does that look like? If you were to, like, how would you go out into a party and distinguish those two types of women in your mind? How do they show up and what's the difference? I, I think it's, I mean, Marco, I'm, Feel free to jump in. I think mm. you can definitely read you it can within feel like that shit. half Instantly. a second. Yeah. Instantly, <laughs> you just yeah. know it yeah. immediately. It's, it's like the like I think I think the um the energy is how do I call it? It's like very similar to the whole like fear and love thing. It's like somebody somebody approaching love from or sex from this place of like 
ooh, I really love this and I would enjoy like experiencing this shit with you versus like, yo, I, I need this. Like, because it's a source of validation for me to feel that you want me. Like I can feel that energy and it's like, it's actually one of the biggest turnoffs for me. Like when I, when I meet a girl that's like, she's overly sexual with me to the point where like, I'm like, yo, you, you like need this in your mind. Like, yeah, just like, like relax. Oh. <laughs> Take a deep breath, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. right, like chill out. But like the the other version of like like ooh yeah, I'd, I'd love to have sex with you. But I'm but I can feel the energy of like, and she's also content with not doing that. Like she, but she's like, yo, if you you down for this? Like let's do this because this is I'm coming from a powerful place where I'm not I'm not in a place of like wanting and trying to fill a hole. This is just something that I enjoy. No pun intended. You do that shit. <laughs> Sorry. That was great. I know you were you were you were yeah, saying something yeah, yeah. important. No, I'm yeah. sorry. I just couldn't help myself. <laughs> no, but yeah, so it's like it's like energetic like neediness um versus mm-hmm. like a complete like more powerful I'm owning my my sexuality and sensuality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting cuz I 100% agree with that, Marco, and I'm like there is like this part of me, probably like a shadow part of me that's also like I want a woman to like need me. Mm. I want her to like need to fuck me. But mm. I think that's like that's less about like sex and more like I don't know, something different. Yeah, something yeah. internal related to your mother. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Can we do like a thunderbolt no. fucking sound after this shit? Jesus something Christ. Oh my god. Um uh, but Okay, so, so I, you're saying the pushiness. Ye- There's yeah, a and, sexual and it's like, pushiness. It's like, it's like the it's like, like you see me as sexual, but <laughs> yeah, it's like feel. it's like trying to show. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like over. I mean, like think about it. Like I think as men, right? We are attuned to that. Like we can like point two seconds, pick that up. But I'm going to assume that as a woman, when you walk into a party or whatever, you can see the guy who wants everybody to know that he's rich. Mm-hmm. right yeah and that he's yeah. like popping yeah like yeah. you can probably i mean i don't know like can you pick up on that like pretty quickly or um I versus mean, the guy who might be rich and he's just like yeah I mean, you know we're just gonna fucking buy that table because we can buy a table i think that's a different thing i also think it's interesting that when you brought up the situation related to men you took sexuality away from it and you put and money, money in place yeah because it's yeah. like the total the you know it's a, it's just the stereotypes that we've been thrown into but i think yeah. like for this and example in particular like to stay on sex like I also can 100% feel when I go to a party and there's just like an attractive dude out there who's just like hey I'm loving life and I'm just being my best self and like having fun and hanging out with friends okay yeah you can point <laughs> to yourself Amari if you like um, oh what were you versus, thinking like, me? you bringing up me <laughs> <laughs> was that I'm what sorry. me thanks i mean i forgot you were there just, at that party just Jesus. doing my own thing you know whatever. i was just uh, just doing my thing um oh you want to have sex okay. oh, oh well, I, mean, I mean sure i guess i have a i have a free 30 like, um yeah that sounds nice oh <laughs> that sounds nice that sounds nice why not okay stop it finish your fucking point jesus christ um yeah so what was i saying oh yeah versus like a dude who like will come up to me and talk to me and it's like okay obviously this dude just like wants to fuck and have sex this okay i want to take like a slight detour if this is okay with you guys Mm -hmm. because this is an issue that 
I have been wanting to get advice on and particularly a man's perspective. Um, yeah. So I've been wanting advice on this as a woman, as an attractive woman. Mm-hmm. Um, when I, go I love when to, you call yourself attractive. Can I just say that? Like that, I love the, like, yeah, yeah, it is. yeah my dick is swinging. Yeah. Like I love that. And swings long. It's that felt so wrong. Don't. Yep. Nope. You <laughs> so fucked it up. <laughs> You're doing good. You receive the compliment. <laughs> just let it happen. Just let it. Yeah. Just let it. Yeah. Sure. Just I got a big swing. dick. Okay. I got a big dick. All right. Moving um, on. So when I go to a bar, particularly, this is where I see it happen a lot. Um, a guy will come up to me and like approach me and offer to like talk or like buy me a drink, and immediately I will know that I'm like, okay, he wants to get something out of this. Like he mm. definitely wants to fuck. Which but, is why I never buy women drinks. No, but listen. So there's that. There's that. A little bit of an expectation, mm-hmm. obviously, yeah. and then there's like a point where I don't want to feel like an asshole. And as soon as he's like, "Can I buy you a drink?" Just be like, "Hey, just so you know, I'm completely not interested." <laughs> like <laughs> before any of this happens, completely uninterested because I'm an asshole. But then I have to sit there for another like 10, 15 minutes while we talk. And while he keeps saying these things, I literally had a dude tell me at one point at the end of that conversation when he's like, so can I get your number? And I was like, hey, man, like, I'm totally down to like exchange numbers, but just to let you know, I'm not dating right now. And he's like, oh, we could just fuck. We could just have a good time. And I'm like, I really just uh, like that much less. Hey, I'm sorry. Um, this, this is hilarious. I gotta, I gotta drop this energy. Yes, somebody, please. somebody, somebody uh, told a joke. They said uh, when a girl says that she's not dating right now, the with you is silent. <laughs> it's like, I'm not interested in dating with you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's true, but like at the time, I really wasn't dating. I was like, looking no. at an attractive man just felt like so much work. I'm like, I don't want to just to go into this whole thing. Is that um, why you ignored yeah. my calls all month, last month? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, ah, oh, I can't take I it. I just. It's too much. A dude it's in o- an open relationship <laughs> uh, who's attractive. It just doesn't. It's overwhelming. Seems like work. It's a lot. <laughs> Seems like a job. Um, clock in, I need clock a salary out. for. Yeah. So I just literally, uh, he told me that I ruined the entire conversation. You ruined the conversation? I ruined the wait, conversation. Wait, what did you say? I told him I wasn't interested in dating. And, and he was like, should we just it. fuck? And I was like, no, thank you. What? And he was like, well, great. You just ruined the conversation. So let's pretend like we just exchanged numbers and then I'll be on my way. Okay, bye. What? Straight up left. Got up and left. That has happened to me multiple times. Yo. So this has happened multiple times. It's like when you are in an encounter with someone who is being pushy, but for me, I'm not, I don't want to just assume because once you assume like, hey, I think you want to fuck right now and I don't want to, they get offended. They're like, oh, I didn't. I don't. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to oh, talk. You. And I'm now have you're a, a dick. conversation with you over tea. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to spend $24 on this drink for you for no reason. Like, for no reason. Yeah. It's like when, so that's like the pushy way that men show up for a lot some of women. Men. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some men show up for a lot of women, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're talking like, to two stallions. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh Until you see them at a party and they're like drinks. leaning over the fucking punch table on their elbow and they're like hey so uh you got any sternum tattoos i hate when janina does her man voice it's so <laughs> uncomfortable it's so bad 
That wasn't even man voice. It was just like man energy. Oh my god! You, you, you do this little lip thing. You're like, <laughs> okay, it's the face. It's the it's, face. Yes, the it worst. Is. I hate it so much. Just imagine you saying "attaboy" or some shit. <laughs> I know. Attaboy. Attaboy. So oh, attaboy. Attaboy. Yeah. It's so bad. I hate it. So um. Bad. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. Yeah, so back to this guys. energy of pushiness. Yeah, I don't know any of those on people. both ends. <laughs> right. Those people well, suck. Can but sometimes they do dress and express themselves the same ways that people who have an individualized sense of style mm-hmm. do, right? Yeah. Oh, now we're trying to bring the two point, together. I'm like, I'm like yeah, but now that I did that, I'm like, I don't know that it actually correlates. Yeah. I just it's want to okay. toss it back. I I'm just going to toss it back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm so glad we're having this conversation. Because it, yeah. <laughs> You'll get there, sweetheart. <laughs> I, I'm actually really glad we're doing this because... Um, this is something that's been bothering me for literally like 10 years and I want to get answers, especially from the female perspective. Janina. Did we, we answer Janina's question? No. No, we, we didn't? Just, no, we just told totally... No, but I think we all just like agreed that those people are fucked up. And yeah, I think we're all away. just like, yeah, fuck, <laughs> yeah, fuck those yeah, guys. Fuck those guys. <laughs> yeah, throw the baby out with the I thought that was the, the general assumption. Like, yeah. Throw yeah. those what babies do... out. Yeah. No, agreed. Yeah. <laughs> the bathwater can stay. Take the baby out. Take um, the baby out. So Janina. Yeah. If a guy were to approach you at a club, never happens. Uh huh. Shut never. up. <laughs> in that shirt. Um, <laughs> if a guy were to approach you in a bar, how would you want him to do it? Most ideal scenario. The, the most ideal scenario that eventually turns into, you know, getting your pelvis obliterated. Like, Why is better. it always obliterated? I'm, I'm so <laughs> you just have Yo, this thing like about destroying, destroying pelvises. pelvises. <laughs> Ladies, if you're uh, curious, my number is... I don't know that. who they are. It's like, it's like pain. <laughs> shattered pelvis. The reward of a shattered pelvis. <laughs> the absolute reward. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a great question. Well, uh, am I alone or am I with friends? you're we'll try alone i love that dynamic let's yeah let's hear both of those too okay so if i'm alone um obviously coming up and like offering up some kind of interesting talking point Mm. rather than just like hey you here alone blah 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 or whatever (laughs) that's you know the guy voice you heard it right yeah we're all fucking caveman Um, yeah, like offering up some kind of interesting point of conversation or like, I mean, you could even open with a stupid line. You can ask me what I'm drinking or whatever. Like, I'm going to talk back to you. Mm. But then like within that, you have to have some like genuinely non-sexual, interesting talking points. If you're funny, that's a bonus. (laughs) Like if we're laughing and we have a good banter, like that is everything, right? So you have to be an interesting person to talk to. So they can't Um, say, do you want to fuck? The first time. I will say this though. I yeah. do have a loophole. Oh. If, dude, <laughs> if you say, do you want to fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and the loophole the, to the do you want to fuck is extreme confidence. And I have to be attracted to you. That just uh. has to be it. So if you come up to me and be like, hey, um, I'm not going to lie. I know this is just like the douchiest thing that any dude could say right now. Like acknowledge what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then be like, but you are extremely attractive and i just like i had to come over and at least say something yeah like, what would you, you say in response it, to that 
I'd be like, oh my God, well, thank you so much. Like you are fairly attractive as well. You are fairly attractive. <laughs> You're fairly attractive as well. Um, yeah. And if they go about it that way, cause then you've like flipped the switch for me to know we are talking about sex yeah, and yeah. I do know I what you want about that. I want to yeah. be upfront. And also I'm going to acknowledge how, uh, awkward and mm -hmm. douchey this can come off yeah like yeah. if i know that you're aware about what you're doing then it's great but if you skip the awareness part and you're just like dude you yeah. look oh i'm like Ugh, you're dirty you're gross yeah. mm. go find another woman interesting that's interesting yeah but see that's why like like let's be honest nine times out of ten a guy is approaching a woman in a bar it's with sexual intentions mm -hmm. so well, why can't we just all yeah, acknowledge like we just all that, agree that that's yeah, what's happening? Yeah, it's like guys, come it's on. It's the undertone like, of this entire dance. It's yeah, <laughs> for me that's why I don't honestly like that's why I don't play that game cuz I'm just yeah. like it's just the invisible strings of this game are so dumb to play with. Like I've never gone up maybe one time no i'm pretty sure that girl came up to me like i've never like gone up to a girl and done that whole like can i buy you a drink thing so i'm just like this is so dumb. No, yeah, it's, I think because it is the undertone, it should be spoken about because it's like, that's my line when I approach like men at a bar, I always go up to them and I'm like, hey, sorry to bother you. Like, I just want, oh, you have to be willing to like throw it away. Like you can't yeah. bank on it working. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. you have to go up with the, like exactly what we were saying before talking about someone with sex and they're like, oh, you know, like I could have you or not. And it doesn't affect my night either way or yeah. yours. Um, so I'll go up to men at a bar and be like, Hey, like, sorry to interrupt. Like, I just wanted you to know, like, you are so beautiful. Like you are actually just like a stunning person to look at. <laughs> and then they'll be like, Oh wow. Well, thanks so much. To like, guys? Yeah. Plenty wow. of times. And it's like, cause sometimes you just want to know, um, one, it's nice to like have somebody come up to you, man or woman and have them just be like, you are incredibly attractive. Yeah. Just and it. I, you're just a beautiful human being. And I just wanted to leave it at that and let you know, because then they already know that you're interested from that point. So you don't have to push it. And if they're interested back, then you're going to feel that. Yeah. But like, yeah. So that's just like the pick it up, leave it alone and then walk away. And if, or they'll hold a conversation with you and be like, Oh shit. Well, do you want to like hang out for a little bit? Do you want to sit down? So I think what that's I'm the hearing... best way to open. Mm -hmm. What I'm hearing from you, there's nothing in your response that said you wanted him to buy you a drink. No, you don't have to. But no. if we're enjoying each other's company, it's like, yeah, we'll get a drink together after we'll that. Yeah. 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 But where, so where did that thing come from that like. Well, it's transactional. Yeah. But that's opener. so weird. Like, I, I, well, where does I, I don't drink have come from? confidence. I don't have personality, but I can lead with like a transaction. I'm going to buy something yeah. and. Now you're obligated yeah, to talk to me. <laughs> exactly. That's so weird. Like there's this like feeling of obligation. There's also that element of like, I'm getting you a little drunk. I've so you're never done that. Like that's why I don't buy I'm drinks. Just like, why I'm would like, I I haven't so even talked with this person? Why would I why would I be I have no idea with, who you are? I don't know who the fuck you are. Do you know how it's hard just, I work yeah. for my money? Like I spent twelve dollars <laughs> on some fucking ice water for you. Like, yeah. no. And I don't know if you're gonna fucking suck my no, come on. <laughs> No, oh, and I have no That's guarantee. You yeah, you should never be buying people drinks with expectancy that anything no. is going to happen. It's like you buy someone a drink because it's just like, hey, we're in company. We're both here. Like, we're at a bar. Yeah, cool. It's something that we do at a bar. Yeah. Do you want one? Like, I'll get one for you. I like again switching the roles. I've done it. Yeah. It's like you know those things. Of like, hey, can I just? Do you want to grab? Like, I'll grab us something while we're sitting here talking already. But okay, all right. With that, lot. Sorry, Marco. This is just, yeah, just yeah, getting me. 
but okay, with that logic, and I want you guys to work with me on this because I know I have blocks around this. Mm -hmm. Like, so with that logic, uh, why don't I go to Starbucks and why isn't it normal to be like, hey, you want a croissant? Can I get you a croissant? Mm, why is it that all of a sudden it... In yeah, but yeah. what the fuck is special about a fucking bar? Uh, Except that there's like... Nighttime yeah. leads to potentially bad decisions or good decisions, right? It's like the context. Because <laughs> like good set. decisions if you end up with me. It's like it's the, it's the context, right? So you think about like facilitation, right? Like we facilitate something and set people up for a certain expectation. At fucking Starbucks, like the common expectation is somebody's going to Starbucks just to fucking get their croissant. Right. Like the, at the bar, the expectation is I'm going to meet people, I'm going to socialize and it's nighttime and maybe I'll go home with somebody. Right. So that that the context has been set for that energy. And that's not whether that's your individual decision or not. That's like the common conception of what people think about in nightlife. Yeah, it's just it's just weird to me. I just, I just never got I that. think, but if you like go into those situations in Starbucks with that same generosity, it's going to go mm. further. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. you're doing oh, yeah. it in a situation. So it's like, you can absolutely do that. If, if she's like, oh, no, I already have my drink. I'm good. And you just like want to add that sugar cool. daddy spice on it and be like, all right, give me one second. I am going to buy you a drink at some and a point this week no it's like i oh. like <laughs> either i can buy you a drink later and we can meet up or you can even pull out the like stay here for two minutes you come back with a 15 dollars gift card to starbucks you're like enjoy that <laughs> well, oh but would gosh. that be like good or would that seem desperate yeah no i mean depending on like again it's all in how you approach it and how the conversation's going like if this person again if you're pushy about it it's weird it's really fucking weird and they will probably leave when you're in line to um, grab this like gift card. This is so. This is bringing up a something. That, well, at least now you have a fifty dollars Starbucks card. Yeah, but go ahead. Uh, this is bringing up on my mind, and I'm I'm actually curious about. Um, this might be just. I I don't want to isolate it to you and me, Amari, but my my gender bias is making me say that like the majority of the time, men are the pursuers, right? So the concept of like how do we choose to pursue, is interesting to me. Because when I, when I think about um, myself, and then I'd love to hear your thoughts, is like, I don't actually think that I pursue women much at all. Like, I'm, I generally am just living my life, and they might be living it with me, and then we might you find that- You want to come get it, sweetheart. Yeah, we commonly enjoy certain things and whatever the fuck, right? So, so even, even to the aspect of like what you were talking about, Janina, is like, the woman, like, I'll go up to a woman and tell them, like, whatever, they're beautiful, whatever, like, stuff like that. But it's still in the mindset of like, I'm just experiencing my experience and now I'd like to invite you on my experience <laughs> with mm -hmm. no expectation that that's going to lead to anything else. And and that I know, at least in my mind, there's a, a subtle part of me that sort of knows that like that actually works very much in my favor because I'm not like passing out the ball is like, hey, this this needs to land. Like this this goal needs to be I'm like, hey, you know, this is it. You, you can take it. You can leave it. Whatever. Cool. I'm good. Like, <laughs> I'm enjoying myself over here. Yeah. But so I, it's but it's interesting though, because I think that that's at least I would assume because of there's so much of um what's who's that guy that used to do those like it was like the pickup artist or whatever the fuck. There's so oh much of those God. like formularized ways to approach women that I'm just like uh yeah or... and it's wild to me that <laughs> some of them fall for it yeah well are you talking i i feel like, like maybe you're talking about like, the guy yes who yeah. like he's like oh, oh you gotta God. put him down like, one time every 10 minutes like yeah he's the worst like, he's the worst what 
like why are yeah. we manipulating people and I, and i and i guess that's this part of like somewhat similar to um i don't want to say like the uh, a capitalistic way of thinking but if you were thinking of like a crabs in the barrel like how could i get the majority of women to succumb or increase my success rate or some shit and you weren't actually genuinely trying to connect with people then maybe that shit works like yeah. maybe it works maybe you're like yeah if i just walked around and was an asshole long enough then some woman's going to bite in this bar. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. So let's call everything you're saying, Marco. Yes. hundred percent. agree. Yeah. Um, never been the pursuer. Not particularly like this is not the way it vibes. Right. And let's call out the uh, privilege that we have mm -hmm. uh, not even to be funny, but like the pretty privilege. Right. <laughs> like, honestly, as I know you, as I know myself, like, We'll yeah. be the guy that's in the middle of the party dancing and everybody's like, oh my God, the guy has the great energy. Me, yeah, just me. Oh, what? Energy. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, he's attractive. Oh yeah, he's funny. Oh yeah, successful. Yada, yada, yada. And of course, then like, you don't need to do the fucking putting down bullshit pickup artist mm. nonsense, right? But to play devil's advocate, mm -mm. right? Which we can do. There's people less Think about it. <laughs> what? There's people less fortunate than us. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> the Arrogance Podcast returns with your host, Marco Hansel. <laughs> oh, but think about it. Imagine, just like have some empathy for a second. Imagine if you were not an attractive dude. Could you do his voice you, right now, Gina? The guy. The guy that's not attractive is coming up to And you. he's socially awkward, right? Hey, uh, <laughs> um, buy you a drink. <laughs> I yeah, mean, the yeah. guy who is socially awkward, he does not talk like that. Like, <laughs> those are the guys who are too overly confident. Yeah. Oh, God. So terrible. Um, so, yeah, the guy that is socially awkward, unattractive, mm -hmm. hasn't had a lot of experience with women, maybe doesn't have, you know, much going for him. If he were to deploy a formula that, yes, me and you might yeah. agree is inorganic, right? Yeah. Whatever. But if he deploys his formula... And it's the only mechanism he has of attracting women. And three out of every 10 times it works. Like, yeah. what are you going to do? Like, can you teach charisma? No, yeah, yeah. not necessarily. Mm. So it's like, you know, have empathy for those less fortunate. Devil's advocate. <laughs> that was <the> summary and <laughs> scene. <laughs> nah, I, I get it. Uh, what, Just what seeing you, it from a different perspective. I feel like you got a, a, a thought, G. Yeah, because it's like, I don't know. That energy to me comes from the same place of people who need it, right? Mm -hmm. Where you're like, yep. oh, yep. this person needs uh, to have sex with anyone in order to feel better about themselves. Mm -hmm which is why they think they need a formula rather than being like, Hey, I'm just going to like enjoy who I am, enjoy the company that I'm around and trust that at some point someone will find me attractive or want to date me or whatever, but there's not like an intense desire for that to stay. I mean, yeah. But at the same time, if you are and going out, and trying to do like mass dating scenarios, obviously you're going to get a couple people. It's just statistics. It just made him sound like a serial killer. There is an overlap, but okay. So if, and that's not, let's make it clear so that, you know, people don't fucking DM. Like I'm mm. not defending these guys, right? I'm not being like, yeah, keep fucking 
putting down women and fucking using oh, yeah, no, weird no. ass like techniques to get them. But the actual way, if we don't want that to exist in our society, the actual way to eradicate that is to stop letting it work. Right. So if a guy like we have to, if we want to get rid of pickup artists, we have to empower women with the self-awareness to be like, this guy's a fucking pickup artist and I'm not going to fall for this shit. Right. Because then if it stops working, then the guy's like, okay, fuck, I got to try something else. Maybe yeah. I can be authentic. Maybe I can charismatic. But let's well, be honest. Like there are women who like, be like who will fall for it. And that's why it continues. I think it's just like, that comes down to like, um, the quality of people that you're getting and the quality of people that you're pulling. So obviously yeah, that guy is going to be fucking and pulling in a bunch of different types of people who also don't really value, value themselves, themselves or yeah. like exactly. the, the company that they down. bring around. Yeah. But exactly. it's like, if you do value yourself and you let that shit go, you will attract higher quality partners who are of the same thing where it's like less drama, less toxic, right. less, right. you know, so, whatever. Yeah, you're not going to pick up somebody with self-esteem with those techniques, yeah, that's but right. you will pick up, you will pick up one of the girls who's like just trying to get validation through sex. Oh, for sure. Yeah, of course. I don't think it's like, it's, I don't think it's the male or female um, being responsible for the solution as much as like, yeah, the people that are more self-aware and love themselves don't feel the need to do those things <laughs> and don't feel yeah. receptive to those types of things. I, mean, I, I think one thing, one thing that I will bring up, um, because I remember when I was younger and, you know, I I've gone through phases in my younger days and I'm figuring out what dating is. And Marco is apologizing for his whole years. <laughs> no, that's actually, it's actually the exact opposite. I'm it's like, I'm actually women. thinking about when I was younger and I was like interested in like, Oh, like, well, how do you talk to girls? And like, what do you do? Right. Next mention, this is like super young me. Um, just to clarify, like teenage me. Um, <laughs> but I, but I think save, save yeah, no. so bad. <laughs> I know, it was really, really bad, really bad. But I think I think something that comes up that's interesting is that what's hidden underneath all of these tactics is really like this like inorganic version of treating somebody like a human being and not putting them on a pedestal, right? So the, the thought process even behind the like, oh, let's knock them down a peg and nag them or whatever is like the the energy of I'm confident enough to tell you something that actually offends you rather than something that's meant to uplift you because I don't think that you're something that's all that special. There's a version of that that is like, yeah, because you ain't shit. And then there's the other version of that of like, yeah, because you're a human being as well. So I'm confident enough to share something with you that maybe isn't the most like uplifting thing. And I think that's where if if everyone took the the page of that book of like, yo, know, if you if you just normalize the fact that you're a human being interacting with another human being, and you actually, I hate to say the cliche of like you actually were just being yourself. <laughs> then you would actually be doing a lot of those same tactics. Like tactics would actually just be you expressing yourself as a human being. Like you would have some things that you like about this person. You'd also have some things that are annoying about this person. You also have some things that you want to make fun of them about. And that would, that would all be wrapped up in the same conversation. That's it. In an That's ideal true. scenario. I neg people a lot. What's that? You neg I neg dudes a lot. Yeah. A lot. But it's, and it's probably lot. not like you but that's going out of your way to do that. It's, yeah, it's your personality. It's like you just... Yeah. This is what I'm observing. <laughs> yeah. 
and I attract and a lot of masochists because of it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're right. I am a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell Jimmy me again. wins again. Yeah. <laughs> Dominatrix. <laughs> okay. Uh, in an ideal scenario, Marco, and also for Janina, mm. in an ideal scenario, Marco, you connect with somebody at a club. Is it the result of they hit on you or you hit on them? And then also for Janina as well. Ideal scenario? Yeah. Mm. Hmm. I don't really know that I care. Um, ideal. Yeah, as long as, as long as we connect, it doesn't really matter. They were the one that, that was like pursuing. Um, I think I will say that there's probably, if done correctly, there's something like really cool, particularly as a male, to feel pursued. But like, in like a, ooh, like this, I like the way this girl is like letting it be known that she likes me, but it's not, it doesn't feel just like easy at the same time. Like that's, yeah, that feels good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's funny is I feel the exact way, but obviously for me, it's the opposite. It's like, I, either way, I don't have an ideal scenario if I'm connecting yeah. with somebody and it's like, okay, it doesn't matter if I approach you or if you approach me, but if I approached you and did the thing that was once again, out of the norm, mm -hmm. uh, I will feel just a little bit better about myself. I'm like, yeah, shit. Like I made that happen. Yeah. If I hadn't gone up to this person, this connection probably wouldn't be, yeah. or maybe, maybe he wouldn't even have seen me or like whatever. That's true. Yeah. You yeah. know? So it like, it comes from a different, uh, a different place of like, Oh wow. Well, <laughs> I made that look happen. at, look at me. Making, <laughs> I know. making life happen. What about you? I just, <laughs> so inappropriate. I'm not inappropriate. I'm just remembering like a flashback from a couple episodes where Janina was talking about like, like some guy, like coming and she was like, yeah, I fucking made that. You look at you, you fucking oh, squ yeah. squirming oh, yeah, on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah look at you squirming look like a you. little fucking bitch. You enjoy this <laughs> pussy so much, don't you? <laughs> uh, granted, I only feel that way when it's like not good for me. Yeah. When I think it's going to be great and then I'm like, eh. I'm like, yeah. You are so stupid. <laughs> every, I mean, I'm telling you, it's like every single time they're like, that was great. That was great. Like, <laughs> yep, I know. <laughs> oh, God. Hilarious. There goes the voice again. Oh, my God. That was great. That was great. That was great. <laughs> As they're like doofus. laying there. Yeah. Just, uh, so I just like annoying. never well, want to be that guy that she's no, no, so it makes don't. me just yeah. scared to have sex. You ever. don't, yeah, you don't want to be the guy who's laying down naked while I'm getting dressed and like grabbing my shit <laughs> to go. Wow. Wow. Like, All right. Well, wow. Wow. Oh wow. I'm glad Peace. to not experience that. I know, right? This is why wow, men really? watch porn. No. Yeah. Do you realize how like painful that is to the this male ego? Like, this is like also <laughs> making me think about the quality of men. But I'm like, bring, yeah. like maybe well, am I a theme, the, the negging dude who goes around at parties mm -hmm. and picks up these like unsuspecting, yeah, poor, like, poor guys, poor guys. Yeah. Oh, these poor, these poor men guys. There's gonna be to a... experience my magical self. Oh. <laughs> There's a documentary oh, coming out. Amazing pussy. Yeah, exactly. a documentary coming out like ten oh. years of like all these guys sitting in like dark rooms with like a spotlight over them, talking about like their time with Janina. Like, yeah, you know, I was with her and I thought it was a beautiful night, but I just saw her on the podcast the next day talking about how weak my dick game was. <laughs> it just sent me on the downward spiral to rehab. <laughs> oh, Poor shit. fucking guys. There are like oh, two photos I have of me that were like one where I'm sitting on top of a pyramid of men. 
Oh. It just felt great. And then I have another one from a, a show shoot? that I did. No, it's just oh. like me and like doing everyday life killed. with my friends. Exactly. <laughs> All of the bodies I've bodied. They're like, and then another one where I like got carried in from a show on the shoulders of two men. And I'm like in a full on dominatrix outfit. Oh, I'm awesome. like, the if that 2020 show ever came out, those would be the photos that they put in the back of like, yeah. Janina just has the power over. Oh, never gonna sad, be me. Never men. gonna be me. Nobody says that now. <laughs> just wait. Just wait till I'm shoving you headfirst into a pillow. Oh, I definitely thought you were gonna say something else. I definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pillow doesn't sound that bad. Yeah. Um. All right. So, how do we feel about this conversation? Wait, did you say so, yours? Your yeah, preference. You didn't say yours. You didn't say yours. Oh. Um. Definitely a woman hitting on me yeah 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 but that, just... that makes sense for you oh oh, oh that like <laughs> given no 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 <laughs> given, you saw me like, like yeah. bitch. I know. That at first i thought you would you. understand what i meant no but like um given like everything that you we pussy. talked about on i think the sexual assault episode it makes sense yeah. why you aren't no. comfortable oh, yeah. being a pursuer yeah, yeah. No, right no, so you're yeah. like no 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 approach me and i, I will know good. that it's all good yeah yeah which is I like, will, damn. I will know that you want to have sex with me once you have like signed the NDA and put yeah. me in your mouth and like <sighs> I will be like, I think we can have sex now. Wow. Maybe. So Amari needs to have head before he fucks anybody. Uh-huh. That's it's selfish. Not a priority, but a preference. <laughs> <laughs> Like, why not? Marco's over here thinking, okay. No, no, I, I, was, <laughs> I was thinking about Jesus. something else. I was thinking about pursuing because I'm I was like filling into what Janina said. I was like, I do love, I love the feeling of being pursued. I also do love the dance of like the like I did that, like that kind of feeling. Like I did that. Um, and the the I did that, I think for, for me it can range because it could range from like I don't. I haven't done this nowadays, but like younger me, more I did that intentionally with like, oh, that's the goal, and older me now of like, oh, that happened, and like I made that situation happen. Um, yeah, it definitely feels good. Both of them feel good though. Yeah, so I mean, it's good that you end up having sex. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the summary uh, of the story. <laughs> Sex is good. Sex is good. Uh, I like sex and titties. Particularly with titties. Dream catchers <laughs> on their dinky titties. God. Jesus. Um, I'm Give sure that there's like... Ball. Yeah, I think there's an element for me around also like... Um, like maintaining a clean record with rejection. Mm. Right? Ooh. So I'm like, yeah. what? You can say I've never been rejected because I don't hit on Ooh. women, so... <laughs> 10 for 10. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. How limited is that though? Like wow. how I know because I could be having so much so more sex. Much. Well, imagine like <laughs> even being on the other end of that. Imagine there's all these, like you're attracted to women. So all mm. these amazing women yeah, who are out there who, who are the exact, <laughs> who are the exact same as you though, mm-hmm. in the sense of like, I'm not going to like start pots. I'm not going to, yeah, yeah I, I'm not, I'm going to keep a clean slate with rejection and not, uh, okay. move forward. Yeah, I hear you, but like percentage wise, how many more women are going to get rejected for hitting on a man versus a man being uh, rejected for hitting on a woman? 
I mean, you'd be surprised, I think, at the numbers. Like, I think there's definitely still a balance of, like, men obviously will get rejected more because they have traditionally been the Mm -hmm. pursuers. Mm -hmm. But if we were to level out the playing field to some degree, I would say it's just a matter of, like, the... I don't know. Are you saying that men are more desperate and that's why they're more inclined to say yes? Oh, um, I wouldn't call us as a species <laughs> desperate. But... I would say opportunistic. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. I would agree with that. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, think about it. If like ten women came up to me at a bar and were like, "Hey, Mar, I would love to suck your dick." Even if I wasn't attracted to them, there'd, there'd be a part <laughs> At of least like, one you could accept. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, well, All right, yeah. guys. All right. <laughs> Take turns. <laughs> Take turns. That everyone really wants. Can we get a cue set up? Uh, is there some sort of like ticker tape? Right. <laughs> now Make sure serving number 45. Has... But like, yeah, like, Make flip, sure everybody has different color lipsticks so you can keep track. Oh my gosh. Wow, this but is flip a good it, flip it around. Like if it was a uh, there was ten guys, like that all right. want to have sex with a girl. Like oh yeah, Janina, let me eat your puss. Yeah, it's like well that I mean that just like always comes back down to the the fact that women you both you both leaned in <laughs> and you're like yes. <laughs> Tell, Tell us me more, more Janina. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more about this weird thing called uh, women that we don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> but it just like all comes back down to the thing of like um, women barely orgasm during sex with men, especially mm-hmm. the first time having sex. Men always do. So it's yeah, kind of yeah. usually always We're ultimately great for men. <laughs> yeah. And for Y'all women, it's like, like eh, may or may not. I don't know. Could be so painful, out of those be- ten. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like, Amari, you could look at those 10, 10 women and be like, there's probably a high likely chance that I will bust inside some someone's mouth after yeah. this. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like there's a higher chance that yeah. I am going to spend a long time with this person to just have it constantly be like, Ugh. So it's like I have to weigh the odds of like how many of these men actually know what they're doing versus the statistics of what I've been through and been Mm -hmm. like, chances are none of them. (laughs) Let me ask you this. A guy hits on you at the bar, right? He's like, hey, he's going to let you know. I think you're pretty attractive. I know it's not too cheap. Yeah, the fucking caveman, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Janina's Fred Flintstone comes up. (laughs) And you're you're attracted to him. You guys have great banter. It goes well. He kind of looks like me, whatever. And then you guys (laughs) go home Uh and (laughs) you fuck, right? Uh Yeah. You don't come. Mm -hmm. Is that a disappointing night? Depends on if he generally knows what he's doing. Because a lot mm. of the times it's like me getting used to somebody's body yeah. and being mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, maybe next time because they kind of do this thing like that, I will position myself like this instead because this is this way and this is that. Right. Like it, the first time is me learning a lot. Mm-hmm. And if I learn in that first session that it's like, okay, you also like to reciprocate, you like to do other things, you're into foreplay, you're like not just about like hey let me like make out with you tear your clothes off fuck for 15 minutes and then like mm-hmm. be out that person i'd be like no we're good we don't need to do this again but if i could see that you're adventurous and a lot of like our kinks line up or whatever it is right. so it's like I'd be like oh that's that's exciting yeah, yeah. yeah i'm like, like i'll, yeah, I'll give this a second uh, i'll yeah, give this yeah. a second experience for sure so marco i know that you're all enlightened and a guru and a shaman now oh, of course. but uh 
He's the Nigga. man who wrote Healing Penis. <laughs> <laughs> Ivermectin Dick, the Marco. <laughs> the Marco of 10 years ago when yeah. he was a, a fuckboy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you went home with a girl, but you, for whatever reason, didn't bust a nut, mm-hmm. would you be disappointed? Because um, that has happened. Um, no. Well, no. Never make that sound into the microphone again. <laughs> yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. While talking about this. Well, talking yeah. About- Horrible. <laughs> wow. That was the worst. <laughs> oh, shit. It's totally unintentional. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no I, I i don't think that the the nut is the um the bar for me um mm-hmm. and but i but i think it's like obviously for a little bit of a different reason um because uh this is whatever we're going to the tmi but whatever it's this is the podcast that would be me like intentionally well no that's not true sometimes intentionally me not coming sometimes me being so disinterested in the sex that i'm having in which case that would be a disappointment. disappointment yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so it's, it's it's so it's one or the other like on on one side um the whole like you mean intentionally not coming i've been doing that for a while um so like that feeling of, like i'm enjoying myself so much and i want to enjoy yeah, this experience choice. and it's not about I'm choosing not to yeah come. just being to versus the end, like cool. i'm just so unattracted to you that yeah and i'm like this is like you started talking about your fucking like butterfly tattoo in the middle of sex I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah that's, that's disappointing yeah it's disappointing yeah and i'm like no nah, i don't i don't want to do that again um yeah. yep yeah cool. what about you amari mm, i think similar to you guys i'm like if the experience of the sex was good yeah like the banter the sexual chemistry like it felt good like i'm like yeah if i don't know well, cool. it's not the worst yeah yeah because yeah, i think it's um i think it comes from like tantric practice um or maybe it's even in the kama sutra but it's like you don't have sex for the goal yeah. of right. achieve of nope. just ha- having Ugh. an orgasm. It's like the the. This is what the, I tell women every time I don't make them come. I'm like, I'm trying <laughs> to enlighten you. Try to enlighten you. So disgusting. Hilarious joke. That was a perfect self deprecating joke. I love it. <laughs> that was ten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Janine, you loved it. Yeah, come on, baby. I could make you come. I promise, I could. Mm, But but is it all about that? It's. What are you really really searching for in life? You know, is it the journey or the destination? Disgusting. What are you doing, Janina? What are you doing? Kicking him out? What are you doing? She's falling in love with him. She's like, wow, this guy is so enlightened. Yeah, I'm like, maybe if I just wait for another 17 years. I'll finally get that orgasm that he's been talking about. Yep. Yeah. And it might be satisfying. Might be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, but at goodness. least now you're closer to God. Yeah. Damn. I mean, that's like, that's a thing too. The two different groups of people who are like, who are go into it expecting, they're like, yeah, my goal is to just come oh, at gosh. any point. Yeah. Versus yeah. the people who are like, no, actually touching you feels really good. I want to feel licking your, your stomach yeah. feels really good. You know, yeah. like all these weird other little things that it's like, yeah. oh, I can spend hours on that. Those are the people who spend hours mm-hmm. having sex. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. The people yep. who are like, yep. okay. <laughs> Same. All right, Marco. Janina, afterwards, we'll, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk. Oh, my Just, God. Uh, Let's... log off of Mari for like uh, 10 bye. seconds. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs>
And that's when Amari. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. That's, that's actually interesting though. Like, and I know this is like us just taking this topic more and more and more since we love having sex episodes. <laughs> I love it. I can never talk but like, about it enough. How um what what causes somebody to make that switch? And was there ever a point where you were one way, like goal driven, and then became experience driven? Totally. I 100% and it was all thanks to like a particular partner I had because mm. it was like they were that way. And then I was like, whoa, this is someone who doesn't just cut to the chase. Yeah. This is someone who's like, no, I'm going to play with this energy, this moment and like really feel into it until you're so incredibly like, oh, my God, I just need or you know, whatever it is. But um yeah, for me, it was like it was the experience where I was finally with a partner who would do those things. And it let me into a whole other world mm. of what um, sex really entails. And shout out I to that guy. And now share it with yeah. others. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the, the pioneer, the first man. Shout out to Rodney on 67th Street in Inglewood. Thank you for your service. I don't know brother. why you think I have sex with a dude named Rodney. That is... <laughs> wow, you just fucking incriminated and... <laughs> Insulted every man named Rodney. Every in Rodney. America. <laughs> yeah. Why the fuck? Sorry, are guys. there any hot Rodneys out there? DM me. <laughs> you know what they used to call him in high school? The Rod. Hot, hot Rod. Oh. Hot Rod. <laughs> and he always snapped with two fingers. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what about you, Amari? <laughs> Did you have a, a transition point from goal to experience? Um. No, I, well, I think it has to do with condoms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> condoms. It's like once I learned that I could rip that baby off, <laughs> there was no stopping me. <laughs> disgusting. Was, no, there has to be. A no, it's not disgusting. I'm like a woman's vagina feels so amazing. I'm like, if you're like, think about it. Okay, since we're having this fucking conversation, yeah. Janina, imagine you had a penis, right? And yeah. You put Which a condom on. It should be easy since you have a big dick. <laughs> yeah, because totally. you have big I have dick like energy. Three in my drawer right now. Yeah. Stop it, please, for the love of our PG thirteen rating on this podcast. Oh yeah, um, I'm so innocent. I forget sometimes. <laughs> Anyways, imagine you had a penis, right? Yeah. This super sensitive phalange, just hanging between your legs. Right? Okay, so uncirc uncircumcised is what I'm working with. Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, you can say uncircumcised. Yeah, yeah. How large? So, how we'll say much? like, no, no he said how large. We'll give oh, you like so a, how much uncircumcised? You can just get partially like, through. Ew, gross. No. <laughs> no. Let's, let's give you like a Marco sized dick. Let's say like a 3.5, 3.75. Okay. <laughs> Hard. Fully, Hard. Fully erect. <laughs> Okay, stop making me laugh, guys. Here, I'm trying to finish this thing. Okay, so a solid 3.75, right? Hard, erect, and ready to go. Yeah. And you go through life, and every time it touches something, you're like, ooh, ah. Sounds like a shock of electricity through your system, right? Yeah, right. And then you put on this thing that eradicates like 85% of the sensitivity, Mm -hmm. right? Eventually, fucking with that thing the best part would just be the orgasm. 
Right? Cause it's like, you're, you're not <laughs> literally like, what are you really feeling? No. You know? So then that then prioritizes the orgasm, but then you have the, the wherewithal to one day remove this sheath, this woolly mammoth skin, you take it off and unveil all 3.75 in all of its words. <sighs> and you put it inside this velvet sheath of majestic rainbow flavored goodness. And you're like, wow. This makes the process so much more interesting because now the destination can be as good as the journey. Oh, okay. Personal question. That's what it's like to be a man, Janina, in case. <laughs> in case you oh, didn't know. Boo. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the, the pains of manhood. Oh, my God. <laughs> how, how long did it enjoyable? take for you to discover that? Dude, I, I like consistently wore condoms until like maybe two years ago whoa yeah i just got chills <laughs> yeah i totally did the exact <laughs> obviously this negro damas <laughs> i don't know how i don't oh have more God. babies running around the world <laughs> ladies and gentlemen this is why Marco has a son. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, I was like, fuck this shit. This is whack. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, I mean, but even then there are still like ways that you can have sex mm-hmm. with a condom that are, it's a journey. Yeah. Of sex. Yeah. Of yeah, course. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. I struggle because it's like, it's, it's a, it's an interruptive journey. It's a journey, but it is an interruptive journey. It's not the the maximum pleasure that you because because like at, at at the end of the day, like I guess what Marco what is literally like, gyrating on his chair right now. Isn't he? <laughs> he's like, uh-huh. he's like, it's a journey. Interruptive, not interruptive, but like you know, oh god, I'm like is he sitting on a Sibian? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, every, everything that Amari just described and everything that you could imagine is like, in what situation would condom sex be better? Do you have one, G? Uh, one where you don't get pregnant? No, no, no. I'm p- the pleasure, not the, the fucking aftermath. The, uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> not the aftermath, not the HIV and all the other shit. Just oh, the, but the, wow. <laughs> God damn. The I mean, it depends. I will say... Uh, I'll say on my end, it depends. Cause like, mm. I can also feel that on my end yeah, you feel in the like other shit. ways. Yeah. But, um, if you're like constantly switching things up, you're like, okay, actually I'm getting a little desensitized right here, right now. I'm going to take this off. I'm going to go down on you or then you go down on me or we, yeah. And then the fucking pussy tastes like a stuff. condom and you're like, uh, then yeah, go wash no. it off. I mean, you can't be to me, you can't be afraid of just like taking a break and saying like, okay, I'm going to pull this off. I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. And then but that, but that didn't, that didn't answer the question. When, when would it be better? Not how can you make it work? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So it would be better when, if we're doing those things, if just like the energy and the experience all around is still 10 out of 10. Because but better I, than without the condom. I'm saying like yeah, better I mean, than had, without the condom. For me, yeah. Like having sex with a condom with other people who aren't about the experience, mm-hmm. it's worse. But if they are about the experience, it's better. So it's just like, uh it's mixed for me obviously i don't have uh that's based on that type of sensitivity um connection chemistry yeah like which has nothing to do with the condom 
No, yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's like, like if you if you were to name out the same exact scenario, it's the same person, the same situation, everything. How would it be better with them having a condom on versus not? Like, what would make the the addition of the condom be like? Oh man, this condom is great. Oh yeah. <laughs> if you do, like I mean, if you Trojan. do have, um, if you do have like a condom kink, like I don't have one, mm-hmm. but People have sometimes kinks? it's yeah. So it oh. it could come from a place of like, for example. Like, um, there are sexy ways to like put one on or like seeing someone put one on turns you on or like mm-hmm. thinking it could attach itself to an idea of like, um, this is dirty and bad and we shouldn't be doing this. So like, we have to protect ourselves from this, oh, like, wow. you know, like creating so, a, a so whole unsexy. story. <laughs> I know, but there, but there are people, there are people who are really like into that type of thing, yeah. right? Where it's like, you have to develop a whole, uh, kink around that item that would make it better. Interesting. Interesting. I feel yeah. like Janina is like the kink expert for the podcast. Like we're bringing in today, Doctor Janina Monroe, yeah. who studied all four hundred seventy-two kinks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel that way sometimes. Yeah. Oh man, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Can, okay. can we wrap this up? Yeah, we went from <laughs> tattoos to condoms to dating to <laughs> this is yeah. great. Yeah. Take us home, all Janina. over the place. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this wild journey of a podcast yeah. Yeah. um do you see what i did there we had no destination mm-hmm. it's not and about the destination it's not about the destination are we all satisfied i don't know but <laughs> did we come did we come i don't think no. so However, we should call this the episode that won't make you come but almost <laughs> that's great yeah. that's the perfect. edging episode <laughs> yeah. the edging episode yeah classic oh edging. my god so yeah these little bad boys are on Clubhouse uh, every Wednesday at five o'clock, five thirty. Five o'clock. Yeah. Five o'clock. Yeah. Five o'clock. Uh, make sure to join them and talk about whatever is on your mind, or just listen to two two men spill some shit. Of uh, yeah, this is going off the rails. Uh, <laughs> the greatest outro of all time. <laughs> I like like yeah, it's almost like sometimes you you like you outro so bad. That is great. <laughs> just like, wow, this is one of those times, just... except without the great part. It's just bad. <laughs> it's just really bad. Anyway, fuck it. Uh, we went all over the place. Who's not going to like this episode? Uh, people don't. People aren't going to like this episode if they don't like talking about sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely talked about a lot of that. Um, yeah. What else? Uh, probably if they think that we're advocating for um, unsafe sex. Um, they won't like this episode. People who are super sensitive to like anything that sounds like in the sphere of misogyny or patriarchal or whatever, mm-hmm. they're gonna feel like super triggered oh, um, yeah. by Marco talking about how much he likes titties or whatever. Um, yeah. And anybody who got offended by how much Janina laughed at a 3.75 inch penis is going to feel personally attacked. (laughs) And a small group of them will feel so turned on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be their kick. (laughs) Oh, God. Shout out to you. Oh, Lord. This is great. All right. All right, y'all. Cool. Deuces. Good. Bye. Good riddance. (laughs) Oh, man. This is interesting. Thank you.